Blog Talk Radio. talking about. For one thing, for one, for one thing, we are talking about ways that you communicate with customers because communication is the biggest way to market and build a business in no matter what industry you're in. We often don't think about the things that are important to us, but growing a business is all in the way you communicate today. And planning how you communicate also works best when you understand your industry. Okay. You've probably heard before that you must master sales before you can become a highly successful entrepreneur or business owner. The part that most people miss is that you also must become an expert communicator. Communication is a way that you understand and communicate effectively and how you communicate also depends on your behavioral style because a dominant person likes to control every conversation. A inspirational or someone with a high eye behavior will often like to communicate in a way that it's very sociable, very interactive, getting a lot of feedback. Then you have someone who questions everything that you do no matter what you say. So understanding and learning how to communicate in someone else's style is a very important part of how you communicate today. There's plenty of overlap between sales and communication, but if you ignore the largest fear of communication, your business is doomed to fail, or at the very least, you'll never make your maximum potential profits. For instance, you may be a master salesman already, but what happens if a customer goes on social media to complain about your business? A customer accidentally hurts themselves using your product or service and blame you. Someone in your business does something shady, and causes a public scandal. If you're like most business owners, each of these examples 
probably sends a chill down your spine. So what if I told you that becoming a master communicator could turn each of those problems into opportunities? I'll give you an example in a moment. But first, let me explain the three steps to it to great communication. Step one, respond, don't react. What that means is you really need to learn how to listen. For one thing, if you listen instead of trying to form an answer while you're talking to they're talking, you really hear what they're saying. And you can pick up on certain nuances that you may not be picking up on if you don't listen. I can tell you this, sometimes I don't always listen the way I should. And I need to get better at that. Respond, don't react. You will almost never be in a situation where you only leave five seconds to respond to someone else's question or statement. The only happens in hostage negotiations or game shows when someone says something to you that upsets you. For whatever reason, you're tempted to react emotionally. Everyone feels this temptation. It's part of being human. Our lizard brains can't tell the difference between a healthy debate of opinions and a fight to the death. So it floods the body with adrenaline and triggers the fight or flight response. Let's talk about what is the fight or flight response. It's a mechanism that's inbred into our DNA that we use that fight or flight mechanism to get out of hostile situations or to be able to pick up on the little nuances of things that are said or done that influence where you are and how you can avoid conflict. Fighting doesn't help, of course, especially not with your customers. Fleeing doesn't help either because it makes you look weak and unreliable. Luckily, you have a third option. You can take control of these situations by giving yourself at least five seconds to stop, take a deep breath, and ask, what is the ultimate outcome I need here? When you do this, you put yourself in a position to respond, not react. When you respond, you have control. You can steer the situation in a direction that benefits you and your business. This also becomes a tactic that we need to learn how to do. For one thing, always remember this. In any business transaction, you want to control the conversation. Step two, repeat what you heard. 
This is an ultimate trip for breaking through stalemates, clearing up misunderstandings, creating solutions out of seemingly dead-end situations. Also, it lets your partner know that you actually listen to what they're saying. And listening is a very important tool of how you do business. When a customer comes to you with a complaint or a question, repeat back to them what you heard in your own words. This forces you to process what they're really asking for. And it triggers your subconscious mind to start working on a solution. Additionally, it makes it clear that the customer, that you actually heard what they are saying. If you skip this step, it's easy to misunderstand people or make false assumptions about what they want or need. This, this is deadly. You're an entrepreneur, after all. How are you supposed to deliver value to your customers if you don't understand what they really want or need? Remember, when you are creating a product of your own, you want to create a product that's going to sell, you really need to know what the person hot button is. What their problem? Do you have the solution to that problem? And you want them to know by repeating what they said that you heard their pain. Take action and make them feel better. Action is the ultimate form of communication. And Maya Angelou sums it up perfectly. I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Yes, you should apologize if someone complains. But don't ever stop there. Create a solution to the problem and implement it. If you can't go back in time and fix the problem itself, create a process so that their problem never happens again. This is why listening is very important in communication because if you don't listen or you don't understand the art of listening, then guess what? you're not going to hear the real problem because whenever someone gives you an objection, what they're really doing is saying that's a problem. And how are you going to address that problem and overcome it? Because you know what? It's like the gatekeeper. What does the gatekeeper do? They're the ones that keep you from getting to your targets. Communication model. Elon Musk and the Twitter complaint. Back in December 2016, Tesla founder Elon Musk 
received a customer complaint via Twitter. This is what they wrote. The San Mateo Supercharger is always full with idiots who leave their Tesla for hours, even if already charged. Now, before we dive into his actual response, let's imagine some emotional reactions he could have shot back with. I can't control what people do at one supercharger situation. Not my job. Don't call my customers idiots. You should have planned ahead and just gotten there easier. See how all three of these reactions would have protected Elon's ego but made the customer even more angry? It's easy to talk hypothetically here about why these bad reactions, but people constantly have reactions like this to the bad news in their daily lives. How often do you hear variations on it? It's not my job, leave me alone, and you're too stupid to get it. Constantly right. That's exactly what the lizard brain does. If you don't stop it or step in and respond with an even kill reaction. Here's what Elon Musk responded with. You're right. This is becoming an issue. Supercharger spots are meant for charging, not parking. We'll take action. Now, I can't tell you if Elon Musk took five seconds to breathe before he typed that, but I can tell you that for certain that he rested or restated the issue and took action. In fact, he restated the issue with even more clarity than the customer did. And he implemented his change in only six days. That is top-notch communication, and it translated into increased sales and customer loyalty at Tesla. You know what? I have read many, many articles about Elon Musk in his business, and one of the things that he does is he looks at how he can effectively and do things in a way that benefits the customer. This is why he's been able to achieve what he's been able to do over the past number of years and grow his business into the business that it is today. What I want to do now is talk about some of the 10 communication skills that are important for workplace success. The ability to communicate effectively with superiors, colleagues, and staff is essential. No matter what industry you work in, workers in the digital age must know how to effectively convey and receive messages in person as well as via phone, email, and social media. Good communication skills can help you get hired, land promotions, and be a successful throughout your career. Now, remember, we're talking about 
business. We're talking about careers. And we're also understanding that today everything is working from home, building a business through the Internet and online marketing. But when you understand how to communicate effectively, then what you're going to do is enhance your ability, whether or not you work for a corporation and want to work your way up in the business. So here are some of the top 10 communication skills to consider. Want to stand out from the competition? These are the top communication skills that recruiters and hiring managers want to see in your resume and cover letter. Highlight these skills and demonstrate them during job interviews, and you'll make solid first impressions. Continue to develop these skills once you're hired, and you'll impress your boss, teammates, and clients. Listening, being a good listener, is one of the best ways to be a good communicator. No one likes communicating with someone who only cares about putting in her two cents and does not take the time to listen to the other person. If you're not a good listener, it's going to be hard to comprehend what you're being asked to do. Take the time to practice active listening. Active listening involves paying close attention to what the other person is saying, asking clarifying questions, and rephrasing what the person says to ensure understanding. So what you're saying is, through active listening, you can better understand that what the other person is trying to say and can respond appropriately. Nonverbal communication. This is your body language. If you've ever watched some really good actors, they can convey through facial expressions and emotion in a way that no words can ever express. Your body language, eye contact, hand gestures, and tone of voice all color the message you're trying to convey. A relaxed, open stance, arms open, legs relaxed, or a friendly tone that will make you appear approachable and will encourage others to speak openly to you. Eye contact is also important. You want to look the person in the eye to demonstrate that you're focused on the person and the conversation. However, be sure not to stare at the person, which can make him or her uncomfortable. Also, pay attention to other people's nonverbal signals while you're talking. Often, nonverbal signals convey how a person is really feeling. For example, the person is not looking you in the eye, he or she might be uncomfortable or hiding the truth. Clarity and conclusion. Good verbal communication means saying just enough, don't talk too much, or too little. Try to convey your message in as few words as possible. Say what you want clearly and direct whether you're speaking to someone 
in person, on the phone or via email. If you ramble on, your listener will either tune in or they will tune out, which will ensure exactly what you don't want. Think about what you want to say before you say it. This will help you to avoid taking excessively and or confusing your audience. Friendliness through a friendly tone, a personal tone, or simply a smile. You will encourage your coworkers to engage in open and honest communication with you. It's important to be nice and polite in all your workplace communications. This is important in both face-to-face and written communication. When you can, personalize your emails and to coworkers and employees. A quick, I hope you all have a good weekend. At the start of the email, can personalize a message and make the recipient feel more appreciated. Confidence. It is important to be confident in your interactions with others. Confidence shows your coworkers that you believe in what you're saying and will follow through. For one thing, understanding where you're coming from or how to communicate effectively will help you in building rapport and relationships with your customers. Empathy, using phrases as simple as, I understand where you're coming from, demonstrates that you've been listening to the other person and respect their opinions. Open-mindedness, a good communicator should enter into any conversation with a flexible, open mind. Be open to listening and understanding the other person's point of view, rather than simply getting your message across by being willing to enter into a dialogue, even with people with whom you disagree. You'll be able to have more honest and productive conversations. Now, this one is very important because this is where a lot of people fall down. Respect. People will be more open to communicating with you if you convey respect to them and their ideas. Simple actions by using a person's name, making eye contact, and actively listening when a person speaks will make them feel appreciated. On the phone, avoid distractions, and stay focused on the conversation. Convey respect through email by taking the time to edit your message. If you send a sloppily written, confusing email, the recipient will think you do not respect her enough to think through your communication. Feedback, be able to appropriately give and receive feedback is an important communication skill. Managers and supervisors should continuously look 
helpful ways to provide employees with constructive feedback, be it through email, phone calls, or weekly status updates. Giving feedback involves giving praise as well, something as simple as saying, good job, or thank you for taking care of that to an employee can greatly increase motivation. Similarly, you should be able to accept and even encourage feedback from others. Listen to the feedback you'll be given and clarifying questions. If you ensure that the issue and makes the effects to implement feedback, we are a product of the home we come from just as much as learning new skills. Picking the right medium. An important communication skill is simply to know what form of communication to use. For example, some serious conversations, layoffs, changes of salary are almost always best done in person. You should also think about the person with whom you wish to speak. If they are very busy person such as your boss, or perhaps you might want to convey your message through email, people will appreciate your thoughtful means of communication and will be more likely to respond positively to you. Now, in the last couple of minutes, what we're going to do is talk about how different people communicate differently. Because, you know, we've been talking about the importance of eye contact, the importance, the importance of repeating back what you say so that someone knows that you hear them, and the importance of respect. Well, when you put all of these things together, then you are beginning to improve your communication skills. Now, I'm going to give you a final story of an example of what I went through as a child because in my family, there was very much a lack of communication. I was always told what I couldn't do, not what I could do. And because my mother was always hiding what was really going on, that it was like, you can't speak up, you can't do this. Well, you know, if people know when you're hiding something, your body language really communicates. It's the nonverbal language that you can be talking to someone and yet your body language is really telling the truth. We've seen that with Trump, haven't we? He loves to bluster. He loves to criticize. He loves to denigrate someone whenever they say something about him that he doesn't agree with. On the news, you don't always get both sides, but yet whenever you have someone that points out the truth to the things that he's saying, or already immediately it becomes fake news. 
So you've got to remember that if you want to get things done, and you see this happening in the Congress today. Back in, a few years ago, when someone got elected, they got elected pretty much for life because what was going on was the longer you were there, the more power you had, and the more you could do for your state. Today, what we're seeing is it's all about the party and the party line, and nothing gets done. And like you see, checks and balances within government is what keeps things from getting too much where someone can can say or do what, what they want to do. And you're seeing that with the, the, the shutdown of the government. And this often happens around the holiday season. Why? Because this is always when they're looking at putting together the new budget. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one, personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both individual and group coaching, and we offer courses on how to improve your communication skills.